Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast. We have a defeat to talk about this evening. Uh, we'll discuss whether we think the wheels have come off Sunderland's promotion campaign or whether there's still cause for optimism. Joining myself and Gareth to do that, Martin McFadden from I Love Supreme. Good to have you along. Thanks for having me. No, I knew we'd lose because I was coming on. You know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, we were just talking there, weren't we, um, about the some colourful trips to Birmingham in, in the past. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you could say that. Going there to watch Coventry, uh, another team player was a bit weird, wasn't it? Just the way they filled up one side of the of the ground. The whole it's remarkable the way that they have managed to do so well there this season, yeah. but they are and that and they are top of the league. So we're gonna talk about the match specifically, um and then we'll we'll get on to what we think um it entails for Sunderland for the rest of the season. Okay. Overall thoughts on the match? Disappointing performance or did you think you know, quite evenly matched and just It was a bit like the the Oxford game except we were Oxford on this occasion. Where like they got nearly goal, stopped us getting going, and then even when we did, we were kind of chasing the game. And obviously, Charlie White, I felt, had that little altercation early on, and then hid a bit for the rest of the game because he'd had a bit of a whack, and he's not been playing that well. And I think generally we look a little bit tired and jaded, and not pressing as we were. And you can't start like that. They were terrible no. first five ten minutes. You mm. got, even before they scored, they were warnings. Um, Denview will come on to in particular so flat footed on a couple of occasions um, I actually think it affected Flanagan's game because mm. Flanagan was constantly telling him where to go shouting at him um, trying to motivate him telling him off um, I, I might as well go straight on to it now because <laughs> we've brought it up but he needs to come up the team for me and just a little spell out we've, we've brought somebody in from Swansea who plays in that position mm. somebody's going to have to persuade me why he wouldn't take him up the team I think that the, the lad's struggling at the minute. No, I think he is, and he's 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 obviously come on loads this season. And I think Jack Ross had big plans from last year. Then he got the injury, and he's obviously great going forward, and he's a natural footballer. But he's still learning his game defensively, shall we say? And um, he's not having a great spell. And obviously, we just keep on picking the same team week in week out, and we you know we hadn't lost a game for 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 a while, so you could understand. But <clears throat> now we've picked up one point out of six in this last week you obviously have to say well bring these other people in who are chomping at the bit mm. I think it's a different challenge though isn't it in the, in the coming games and I can see you know I sort of was reading yesterday a lot of people saying oh you know now's the time to change it and everything but the the, the previous two games I've had are tougher than mm. many of the games we've had you know, it, when you're talking about the top eight teams, it's a, it's a harder game, um, and really, and some people might say, well, they don't agree. That's fine, but I thought if you look at the stats, probably for the game against Fleetwood in the game on Sunday, you could argue we probably deserved a point on Sunday, and you know we probably should have won the game against Fleetwood um, on the balance of the whole game. I know we didn't play great in the second Struggling half. Struggling to break decent teams down though, it's becoming um, obvious. If you give maybe, people a, a goal, a goal had, start, they've got something to hang on to, haven't we they? We had chances against Fleetwood, we had quite a few decent chances and we hit the bar. The half chances though. Were I not, don't know, I, I, would, I would disagree. We put the ball across the face, we couldn't quite scramble it in, stuff like that. And then, you know, I would agree we looked a bit more, you know, you know, weaker 
in, in terms of chance creation, but they've got the second best defensive record in the league behind ourselves. So it was always going to be harder and they were always going to be a, a, a tougher um, sort of prospect. But, you know, the, the challenge we're facing in the last two games has not reflected the challenge we're going to face in the last 10 games of the season. No, it's yeah. a quarter of a season. And we'll come on to that. But, I mean, in, in, in this game specifically, I think... I don't know. You know Flanagan, I'm, 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 Flanagan throws his head at the ball instead of his foot. He's yeah, he's got to score that. He's got to and, score and, that. You know, White, I thought, I know people were saying he should have scored, but I thought he's a bit unlucky because he's heading the ball from that corner. He's, he's close in, but he's heading the ball from almost in line with the crossbar. And it's one of them where, like, if you don't get over the top of it, and it came in with pace, he's chucked himself out under pressure with two defenders, gone over the bar, and another day might, he might have not got a stick of contact on it and it's gone into the net. So, you know, there's, there's chances there in the game that, you know, and, and I thought that after we'd settled down, we were the better team in the second half. It was a bit more even in the in the other better chances. Sorry, in the first half, it's, and then in, it evened out a bit in the second, and, and they had a bet the better of it probably in terms of the chances they created. But it was because we were a bit more open on the break. But I mean, we do have a problem, I think, with Hume. Who don't want to go in on too hard because you know, I think spell he's up. been he's done really well um, generally, and you know he's he's a real good attacking option. And six weeks ago. You know, people were panicking about the fact that somebody might come in and try and take him off us in January. So and it will happen. He's going to be inconsistent at his age and stuff like yeah. that. But I just think when you've got somebody to put, well, he, he looked. He's like, not been on the. Why? Why is he not being involved in the squad? Just, why isn't he, he on the bench where, instead of? Where, he, he keeps on putting Flanagan. Sorry, um, he keeps on putting Gooch to left wing back. Well, I think. But he, what's he, the point he, he in having McLaughlin on the bench? Yeah, exactly. So you might as well. You might as well just take McLaughlin out and put. But, I think McLaughlin uh, can cover both sides, but he doesn't put he doesn't put him on there no, when, when the chance comes. But if you look at the way he set he set the bench out, um, then it does make sense that he's he kind of explained it that he's he's always going to have like a spare centre half. He's got McLaughlin to, to cover the yeah. two wing back positions. Well, he could cover the he could cover the uh, one of the centre backs as well, well yeah. couldn't he? But I guess I'd put him at the end really of the style. Play. Then he's got like a central midfielder, and then he's and then he's got like like an attacker but um, I just think with the way Hume's played recently he could mm. have put John on the bench at the weekend knowing well if he has another where we're going to have to, you can't be in situations where you keep having to take your left back off um, and that's the that's the problem and I felt I felt as though he could have foresaw that a little bit and gone you know I said after the game on Tuesday John should come in, into the squad just to give them that protection and know well if he's having another one then they could they can bring a, a natural replacement in, but given the way the game was, I, I think he probably would have still gone and put Gooch there because he probably wanted more attacking players on the mm. pitch when we're behind in the game. I think Gooch has struggled a bit the last couple of games as well. You know, people either stick two men on him or <clears throat> he holds onto the ball too long, tries to beat like several men, which he, he started doing with with Jack Ross last year instead after of like we, beating, uh, beating one and passing and then getting the ball back. After we said trying to do other, everything. We said the other week he wasn't doing that anymore. <laughs> Since we yeah, said no, that, he started. he started to do it again. Yeah, I think we, we, we just last on Hume again. I don't want to make it all about him, but I, I think he'd be thankful. Mm. He looks like he doesn't. He, he looks like he doesn't want to be there when he went off against Fleetwood because he got a whack in his mouth. Mm. And then when he got substituted at the weekend, he ran straight off the pitch. It was almost mm. like he looked relieved. Like, yes, finally. Then just, yeah, he, you know, he, right. he went off for them. Because, you know, obviously now the real way you go off to the nearest side yeah. of where you are. He <clears> did that. He was on. He was over next to their fans. And the number went off. And he honestly, he, just, he, he straight, he, off, he straight yeah. off, sprinted off. And I just think he's... You could see it with Flanagan, you know, because I was kind of in line with those two in the first half, mm. and Flanagan could tell there was something because he would give him a bollock and then he would go over and sort of give him some encouragement, yeah, you know, like, and, and I just think 
you know, and it will happen. He's young. I still think he's a good prospect, but I, I just think at the minute, I know. kind of felt all along that we obviously we've played really well since the point that we actually started playing well. When was it against Doncaster? So like halfway through the season, and there was going to be a lot of catching up. It kind of reminded me of the the playoff season where we eventually played Charlton, where I felt eventually we were the best team in the league. But like Forrest and whoever else it was, Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough had, yeah. had had that head start. You know, mm-hmm. we went to Forrest and, and smashed them towards the end of the season, didn't we? Even though they went up automatically. We also got like and 90 I, points or something. <coughs> exactly. Finished third, yeah. And, and, and I, I kind of thought like, we we're going to have a little blip before the end of the season. It's just unfortunate that it's come against in two six-pointers, you know, mm. against against harder opposition. I don't. I wouldn't say it's a, a blip. I think... I think. Well, one point and six isn't... No, it's it, but it's not... I wouldn't say it's... Form, is it? But no, but... Or maybe it's, Rother- a, Rotherham, it's a missed opportunity. Rotherham have won one in four. They drew with Coventry, which is a good result, but they draw it, they draw it home to Wimbledon. They draw Portsmouth, it home to the other Portsmouth Wimbledon. Portsmouth are there, though, as well. Aye. Yeah, they are, but have you seen mm. Portsmouth's fixtures? Well, no, I mean... We- I, can tell, I can tell you what, you know, the next five of Portsmouth's next six... So we talked about, you know, where are we at the end of this um, month? And, you know, looking back to um, the start of the month and we played Doncaster and I wasn't happy at all um, after that game. I was more annoyed after that Doncaster game than I was yesterday because it was the first of the tough games and... We looked a lot. We looked a lot more toothless in that game, I thought, than the, the previous two games where we played Fair better enough. teams. Yeah. And when you look back over the month now, we've played Doncaster, um, Oxford, Ipswich, Portsmouth, Fleetwood, and Coventry, and we've drawn two, won two, lost two. Well, we don't, we've only got Rotherham, haven't we? In the well, in we've the got Peterborough and Rotherham. R- but Peterborough, sorry. Yeah, in the top six. Are Peterborough in the top six at the minute? Are they? Yeah, they are. Right, just okay. about just. Um, I think we've got. I think we've got two games in hand. On I them, mean, you if do. you look at, right, if you're Portsmouth, so Portsmouth play at night against Arsenal, and then they've got Peterborough on Saturday, Fleetwood on Tuesday, Accrington on Saturday, Doncaster on the Tuesday, Ipswich on the following Saturday, and then Oxford on the week after that. Wow, so that's and only then, like one then, easy game, really. And then they've got Bristol Rovers, which is being postponed because they're in the, the trophy final, and then they've got to play Rotherham. So I wouldn't want those fixtures now going into... When no. you're in the trophy final, you're in the FA Cup still, and that, that game's to be rearranged. So not when people talk about Portsmouth... <laughs> not be in the FA Cup. No, that. probably... Well, you never Watch know, the, though, the, the, Somebody's listening to this tomorrow yeah, now after you the never know. You, you never know, do yeah, you? I know. But, but the point is that, apart from Acklington... The games against Bristol Rovers are being postponed, so that means they've got to play basically aside from them: Peterborough, Fleetwood, Doncaster, Ipswich, Portsmouth, and Rotherham in their mm. next in their next That's six true. games. But like my 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 worry was that was that we've potentially got like two free Saturdays towards the end of the yeah towards the end of so the it's month. It's going to build up again, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It might work in the favour. It might, talk, it might give them a chance to go to, to just creep up on the outside. But, I mean, but this is thing, thing people talk about. Well, these teams have got games in hand on us, and then it's like, well, we're going to have, have games on hand. It's a problem. So, you, look, you, forget about games in hand. Just take take the games as they come. If I'm look, Rotherham have got decent fixtures, but what's heartening is Rotherham need a last minute winner to beat Accrington the other week, and they've drawn at home mm. to the, the two Wimbledons basically, haven't they? Yeah. Which and. MK Dons have won one again, one away game all season. So, you know, it's it's just one of those things where, you know, you it's all you you just get a bit tunnel vision. And I know people might say, "Well, you're hypocrite because you know you hypocrite." 
after the, like after Bur- <laughs> after that Burton game, if somebody said to me with ten games to go the season, you're going to be four points off second. Would you take it? And I, you'd have absolutely oh, snapped yeah, the hands I, off. I get that. I just, I just that. kind of thought. It's, it's, I, I just thought we were going to go there. And, people and, are frustrated, aren't they? Because mm. since since we've been relegated and, play, and playing this level, we've had these opportunities. Of we we seem to have. Last season we did it as well, where we were away, and then we got ourselves in a good position. And then just when the opportunity comes to put your foot in the gas, we just never seem to be able to do it. I mean, a, a couple of things. I, I guess I was encouraged about uh, Coventry weren't as good as I thought. They were. No. Um, but then they were hanging on to the win. They were hanging on to the lead, weren't they? Yeah, well? uh, but also, I mean, I did think that. I thought the game was very similar to when we drew nil-nil at Barnsley last year. Yeah, in the midweek game, yeah. and uh, apart from Coventry, got a goal to protect. I thought mm. I came away from that Barnsley game thinking, well, they're not all that, but well, they still got, they still got promoted. Like, I, I don't feel as if any of the teams in this league are that great because ourselves included, because the league's not that great. It's like when we beat when we beat Wickham, who've been up there all season. Beat them easily, didn't we? Mm. At the home game, obviously lost away, and then when you beat the teams, you're like, well, actually, there's nothing to be afraid of. But you've still got to put in the performance and rise to it. And in the last couple of games, we've looked a little jaded, and we've conceded early goals, and then we've given teams things to hang on to, and then you start getting frustrated. You don't get any rhythm, and then obviously we got one point from six. So, and you look at Coventry's fixtures. The next six they've got to play Ipswich. Um, Shrewsbury, Lincoln, Wickham, Accrington, and Peterborough in the next six. So got, they can always delay the kick off few, if they get in yeah. trouble, can't they? But they've got a few. They've got a few tough games in there. Three tough games, and in the, they'll play those games. You know, they'll, they'll be playing um, three games in a week when basically we're going to have three games off. So you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. But it's not up. People just got to. I know it's it's disappointing that we didn't win it, and it felt it feels like it's been taken away from us because the opportunity. I was think there generally people second. know that though. I do think that people. I, don't know. Are, I, I, I think that people. I think it's, split. It's, it's born from frustration. It'll come again. It'll, it'll come again. Yeah, you know, I mean, like you say, there's ten games to go. Win a couple so. of games, and then suddenly everybody's on the up again. I, I think I did that. You know, the um, the league predictor thing. I did that um, last week um, before whoever we beat. Whoever we played before Fleetwood, and we we beat. I did it before that game, and I had Sunderland going up, mm. which I surprised myself with because because <laughs> at the time I wasn't that optimistic. But interestingly, I predicted the Fleetwood and Coventry scores. I put what I just thought it would be Sunderland to draw one one with Fleetwood, and I put uh. that in. And Coventry, whoever would be my favourites for the title, I thought we'll, we'll lose somewhere, mm. and I put a one nil defeat in for that game. But we haven't beaten either, either team, have we? So so we I did that, and I still. Had us going up, so I think. And it, I, it, I hate it, to say it, but Gareth's right. We have got the easiest running. Well, yeah, well, I was looking at. Rotherham, I mean, you know, Rotherham, yeah, yeah. Rotherham that, 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 what, what I will say was that was with the my prediction would be to Rotherham last game because if we would lose that game, my prediction would have been we wouldn't have went up. So it would all be it would be winner takes all kind of thing. But I'm looking at it here in next six for Rotherham. They've got Rochdale, Southend. So you'd think six points there, and then they've got Fleetwood, Gillingham, Wickham, and Portsmouth. So they've got a little tough spell. We've we've had our tough month. The teams are listed there. We played Doncaster, Oxford, Fleetwood, Ipswich, Coventry. We could even go back to Portsmouth. And Portsmouth. Where it started all. I guess. So we've mm. got that. We've we've had a, our tough month, and we've come out of it. Two defeats. Two defeats. Mm. Four points off the top, and we've not lost games to the 
the cannon fodder teams are ones you want to beat. We've not lost those games, we've won those games, and mm. handsomely in some cases, um, you know, we've beaten Bristol Rovers 3 0, we've beaten Rochdale 3 0. So when the chances have come, you know, to, to not mess up in those games, we've done it. You look at other teams, you know, and, and, and definitely in Rotherham's case, they've, they've, they've not done that. And if I was in Rotherham's position, I'd be more worried that I've lost. We've we've dropped points at home to MK Dons and Wimbledon than I would be that we dropped points at home to Fleetwood and went to the what at the moment are the best team in the league and lost one nil mm. in, in a game that was pretty even. So it's frustrating, but they've they've got it's a quarter of a season they've got left with forty four games essentially. You know, it's a quarter of a season yeah. left, so a lot of games to play. There's a lot of points to play for, and. I've, 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 just the way we've been playing you know we've just got to be careful just not to throw the baby out with the bathwater and I know people want to make changes in the team because we've lost a couple of games and freshened up that's fine but there's been times where we've talked about doing that and then we've got to pump somebody the next week so my my prediction is that on, on Saturday when we play um, Gillingham it'll be exactly the same team and that, that's what I think he'll do. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that's right or wrong. I think he'd make a change left. Do you think? Yeah. Wing back, yeah. I think Lafferty might start as well. I don't, I, I don't understand. Like, I guess from a, if you're talking about bringing in another non-goal scorer and centre-forward, um, who's going to link the player better, then fair enough. But Should Will Grigg be playing? Is it one of those? We seem like we always have these, convers- these conversations come around. Does somebody get better because they're no, not playing. I totally, I'm not, I, well, I, I don't mind. I, I, I totally, I totally get that what you're saying, and, and that does happen when when you when you don't get the results you want, and somebody's not in the team, they suddenly appear to be better than they are. However, you made a point earlier about um, when we played Fleetwood and, and the ball's going across the box a lot. Oh more. yeah, and and you just think, well, Will Grigg was n- has never ever been playing a Sunderland team who gets the ball is the he going to hold it to, to create the opportunities I to think get Maguire and Gooch in, in the positions where they can put the ball across I suppose if he, if he was on the bench a bit more then you could bring him on in those situations you know yeah I mean, to, uh, yeah I probably wouldn't, no be, I probably wouldn't yeah. be starting him but I, I'd certainly be using him as a sub but he'd chase mm. in the game yesterday yeah I, I'm and you'd surprised think, put him on, chuck come him on five yeah. minutes yeah. to go you I, think, I think Fleetwood is a better example you know because it was pinging around Whereas yesterday, I, th- I thought we were always going to get caught on the break, which which we didn't. I thought we were going to lose two nil in the end, but you know. I mean, the subs are—it's uh, all a bit predictable, isn't it? The subs and that—that's an issue in that. The, sub, you, the subs are being made a little bit late in the game. Yeah, aren't if they, you're preparing you know? to play Sunderland, you know, and, and you one nil up, you know exactly what's going to happen. So he's going to bring some menu on about seventy-five minutes. He's going to bring Lafferty on about eighty minutes, and they're going to—we're going to start. You know, it's it's full Bruce, isn't it? We're going to put all the forwards on and start lumping it into the box and hoping we're getting knocked down. It worked against. Fleetwood, to be fair, but like when we're talking about Will Grigg and you know he's, talk, he's, he's, well, he's, yeah, he's talked he, about Grigg and um, like what more comes on and I just think no. it's it's hard like, for those you, players. You I'd, ra- I'd rather have Grigg on the bench than what more if you've got Semenyo and what more either have Semenyo or what more and Grigg. It's actually hard for those players to make an impact the amount of time they're yeah. on the pitch as well. You know when you look at the ratings that we do, you think well. How do you even give them a mark? Because the if you're on for eight minutes, you know you get like a couple of touches. But um, I mean, obviously, it's 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 now we've gotten to that rhythm. It's it's it is working. We are a functional League One team finally. Um, and I think I think you're right. We would have, you know, when when Ross went, we would have we would have you know taken people's hands off of the situation. And then obviously after the the disastrous start that Parkinson had, we, I was starting to think about relegation. Yeah. You know. 
We'll have to. So, uh, so when Ross at, went, at least the season isn't a complete no. washout. When when Ross went, I was expecting better than this. Yeah, because that was why we sacked him. How and at the moment, Parkinson has taken us from fifth to fifth. So. Is that if right? You, if you're going to be negative, if you're going to be well, that's where we, we're fifth when Ross left, mm. and we're fifth now. Um, so if you're going to be sort of, if you want to look at it from a negative perspective, we're, we're no further forward than when Jack Ross left. Mm. However, but we, 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 look, we look like off. the real deal now, don't we? Look we look like, compared. We look. We I look feel like, like physically we'll challenge against people, and like you say, there's everyone knows the jobs. Yeah, it works, and, I'm, and comf- I'm, com- I'm still confident it's possible. I, I, I really do. I think. The next three games are crucial because um, you know, we've got that what looks like potentially a three-week break. Now, if we win these next, we need to win the next three games because mm-hmm. of that. And then you're probably coming back and you're looking. You've got seven games left. You probably need to win four of them to have a chance. I mean, we could get in a situation where we're top with the game to go, and then the season is cancelled because of the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Everything suggests with Sunderland's fixtures that it's going to be it's going to go down to that last game. Well, with everybody's just, fixtures. Yeah, I, I just think, yeah, um, we're going to be having games in hand and stuff, and we we've got ground to make up. So I do think, but people are if gonna, we're going to do it. It'll be it'll be almost like sneaking. The away they, but the way the games are, people are going to drop points around us because mm. they're playing each other. We've and played we've played all these teams. And the last time we got promoted from this league, the only time we got promoted from this league, we played Rotherham away last game of the season. Oh, did we? Mm. Yeah, I was thinking about that, that the other day. In. Yeah, one one nil. It was a gate score, I think. Was it 1-0? Was it? I, I, think I was quite nil. drunk. I can't remember anything <laughs> about it. I remember. I, I was thinking about that the other day. I thought it was. It was. I'm sure it was. But I think we won the league like miles before the end of the season, didn't we? Yeah. But just when I saw those fixtures at the start of the season, I was like, well, that's kind of a nice omen, even though it makes no logical sense. But in, in my mind, in my romantic mind, I was like, yeah, it'd be nice to do the same thing again. But they'll, I, I would say if, you, if you're a Rotherham fan, yeah, you, you, you're in the top two, great. But you'll be sweating a little bit, I think. You think oh, we'll drop points in that game. And Would you like uh, to address any Rotherham fans listening now? We you must have, we must have loads of Rotherham <laughs> listeners. Weird if you <laughs> don't have another weird rivalry with some <laughs> other random team in this league, apparently. So I don't think they're one of them. Um, Did you see the Jimmy Hill flag yesterday? No, no it doesn't. Yeah. Why do we have to? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How petty are they? That's, uh, yeah. Well, they, you know, see what happens if they do get promoted. They might not be allowed. I mean... They haven't got a ground, have they? This I mean, is true. So they've only got a deal with Birmingham at the end of this season, haven't they? So you got you need if you want to be a f- professional football team, you need a football ground to play in. So they're going to have to find one of them for next season. Yeah, it'd be quite random if they won the league and we finished third, but then they weren't allowed to get promoted, so we like moved up one well, step, a bit like the Swindon thing. <laughs> it was a playoff, but finalist on it. The Mags finished third and didn't go up. So mm. we don't want to be fuming about that at the end of the season, but you know. It, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I mean, it goes, you know, you can talk about things like anomalies like that in, you know, in terms of the way, way things have gone this season with what's happened with Bury. You know, Mansfield last season missed out on the last day of the season automatic promotion, basically because Bury cheated. Mm. You know, they made table this season in League Two. They could have been in, in League One. Um, Bury go out of business. Look at Bolton, you know, they played the first six, seven games with children in the team. Um, everyone goes and gives them a five nil. They kept getting five nil, didn't they? Yeah, and then, and then they drew with us one one. And well, beat us. they didn't. Have, <laughs> they had the new players in, I think, before we played them, and the new manager and everything. But you know, you look at things like that, and it's 
Are they still it's going down? I haven't like looked yeah. down the league that far. Yeah, yeah they're actually. I think they're actually. If if you took took away the points deduction, I think that have that have more points than than Southend. I think just maybe mm. by a they're still struggling. Of points. They? Um, we'll have a break and then we'll talk more about the rest of the season and stuff like that. Um, you were the match, obviously, Martin. Yesterday, I went down because I don't get to go to as many away games as uh, as I can now, but. Because of the situation with the fixtures, and it was a Sunday, I could mm. go down and stay with my dad, so that was good. Um, where did you watch your girlfriend's house? Yes, did you go to the pub I just watched at my dad's. Did you have you any any particular clothes? Do you wear match clothes when you're in the house or not? Match clothes. Match clothes, like from the terraces kind I've, of I've noticed stuff. that your, your slippers are like red, white and black though. Those they're are great, the slippers. Cool. The not, they're not, they're not, not buy from the no, terraces. No, they're not. He should do oh, slippers. Right. He should, he should do, do slippers. slippers. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's very like Cash. terrace <laughs> casual, is it? Casual, is it? <laughs> I did, actually didn't wear it from the terraces um, for the match. But I did wear one when I went out in Durham on a Saturday oh, night. Cool. Yeah. Representing, um, representing. So it just goes to show you don't have to just wear it at the match. It's a lovely bit of kit that you can wear in any social situation. Mm. So get yourself over to uh, from the terraces, um, from sorry, from the terraces.co.uk. Use the code WMS10 and you will get 10% off your basket. Don't forget to do that. Just go and have a look at the website if you've never had a look before and just have a browse and see what you think and remember that you're going to get 10% off if you use a code. So it's definitely, definitely worth a look. Absolutely. And what else have we got to plug, Stephen? Darren Williams. Darren Williams. We can. We're not just plugging him. Like, yeah. everybody, you know, just have a follow of Darren Williams. Yeah, you well, know, Get involved not? with Darren Williams. He used to clap the fans a lot, so he why not? Let's <laughs> clap him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're back at the Peacock before the Gillingham game on Saturday. Um, the, the other one was, uh, we had a lovely old time, mm. didn't we? Um, and yeah, so we're going to be there. He's always good, Darren. He's got yeah. a couple of Yeah, he's he, great. He always drops in a new story that you, he does. You, you weren't ready for as well. When the conversation meanders into something and he's got, a, he's always got a story for every mm. every conversation. But I'm sure he'll so. roll out with the classics as well because he's got two or three <coughs> really good ones. And he'll be talking about you know the current situation as well. Mm. So get yourself down at the he's, Peacock yeah, upstairs half, from half past 12 um, on Saturday. Drinks offers as well. It's about an hour after that we aim to get started just to yeah. let people know. But the, you know, don't but think it's going to start well, if you get there at half 12. But well, you might miss out on your no, yeah, free and peace. And you might pudding. miss out on, well, you won't miss out. They'll have lots of beer. But they've got a great selection of boozers as well for a very, very reasonable price. Yeah. Just over three bank. For a pint of shipyard, I mean, you're probably paying five quid for that somewhere in some of the fancy sort of hostelries. Yes, so come on Saturday before the game. We'll see you there. Da- Darren likes to hello. chat as well. Yeah, he does. He's all, he always is. He just leaves his missus sitting on the table and he wanders and he walks around chatting to people, isn't he? He does indeed. <laughs> so yeah, come to that. Yeah, definitely come to that. Um, we're just going to follow on uh, from. I mean, we've been talking about it already. Where where we go from here, Sunderland. Um, in terms of the rest of the season, we did a Twitter poll, didn't we? Um, where do you think Sunderland will finish? Top two uh, in the playoffs and get promoted. In the playoffs, don't get promoted. And outside the top six, just shy of a thousand people. That's quite a low number of voting. That's what it is. Um, just shy of a thousand people voting. And too much dep- people were depressed. But it probably wasn't controversial enough. What, you know. what do you think the uh, the winner of those were, Martin? Top six, but not go up. I'm just going to give you that. I haven't yeah, seen no, it you either. Haven't seen it. Well, like weirdly, we we ran the same. Oh, did poll. you? <laughs> um, no, on, don't on, don't on, tell on us how many fi- people voted on, on the final whistle. Uh, um, well, yeah, top six, no promotion. Did oh, right. we, we, we didn't we didn't give that as an as an option. We just said like think playoffs. We can definitely finish top two, and sixty four percent thought think playoffs. Hmm. After that game, you're always going to get 
negative answers. Or if we if so, we if oh, we yeah. if we spunk Gillingham four 0 on Saturday, oh, yeah. then that's every, every, everybody's going to be like, all the games are going to be tough. But we're, we are Gillingham one though. Yeah, we're better for, for the cup yeah. and for and for that just going, terrible yeah. one 0 loss where going there for a point. I could not believe Phil Parker didn't lose his job after that game. <laughs> you know, it seems like a long time ago now, doesn't it? Well, on the negative side, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the season, you know, we we'll look back and. It's not the Coventry game that does your other fleet one game, it's that two months. And you know, yep. you look at that, you beat Shrewsbury, for example. We've got sixty one points. Even and a point at Gillingham you know, if we didn't concede yeah, last minute. You've got you know, you beat Gillingham, you got sixty one points. Mm-hmm. Take a point at Gillingham and beat one of those teams you know, you've got sixty two points. Um, which I believe would put you into the top two. So Do you wanna get our fixtures up on we'll, we'll just uh, remind people of, of who we've got to play. Like I said, when I did the uh, predicted thing, um, I did have 1-1 one, one Fleetwood and 1-0 loss of Coventry. I think I had us to draw at home to Peterborough. I just got random like 2-2 two, two or something, high score and draw. And I might have had us win every game apart from that or maybe draw one more, which will put us sort of like uh, in the early 80s for points, I think. Um, anywhere between 84 and 86. Is that going to be enough? Well, I think we can. If we we can, if we won every game, we'd have eighty eight. Yeah, so I think I'd have us on the eighty four. I think I'd have drawn two and winning the. Initi- when I did a bit of calculation earlier, based on everything, I was saying basically the lowest we should we could get is seventy six, based on the information in previous seasons and the one less, one fewer game. Um, so if we get eighty points, which is seven wins and a draw, we might have a chance, um, especially with. You know the games of the people have, but do you want the the the, the fixtures? Our last yeah, ten. Yeah, let's let's go through them one by one. Obviously, and see how many points yeah, we're going to get. I'd imagine the South End game is going to move, but we've got uh, Gillingham, then we've got Bristol Rovers in the week and Blackpool, and then we have the the Bury break, and then we'd have South End, which could be moved um, for the internationals, um, and then we've got Shrewsbury at home, um, AFC Wimbledon away. And then we get to Easter, and we've got that's uh, sorry Wimbledon and, and Peterborough sorry at home or Easter, and then we've got Burton, Acton Stanley at home, and then Rotherham away on the last day. Yeah, I think I just drawn with Burton and drawn with Peterborough, and winning the rest. So we got Wimbledon twice. No, no, I just no, I, was, I, I was saying about um, that I, I thought I thought Peterborough and Burton were the Easter fixtures, but they're not. Wimbledon and Peterborough are the Easter fixtures. Um, so we've got e- Wimbledon on Good Friday and then and uh, Peterborough. Ironically, playing Wimbledon on a Good Friday because they obviously died and then rose again, didn't they? Like our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think he supports Wimbledon. I don't know who he supports. Bethlehem, something like that. Bethlehem Jerusalem. Athletic. Big, big derby that. Bethlehem versus Jerusalem. Um, yeah, it's, you need a police escort for all the donkeys going into the uh, for the derby. He's on form tonight. Yeah, isn't just, yeah. Well, I'm trying to distract from the fact that I'm looking at the fixtures now and going like, well, what you win seven games. I'm still losing any of those games. Mm. Burton looks tricky. Peterborough home is going to be tricky because they they just tried out scoring. We might, but we might That's get Black, our, our Peterborough on their on their weird thing where they beat everyone ten nil for five weeks 
and then don't score a goal again for seven weeks and then beat everybody 10-0 for five weeks. It's about time we beat Peterborough, but then I thought it was about time we beat Coventry. <laughs> and Fleetwood. And Fleetwood, yeah. <laughs> and Fleetwood, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so on that logic, I'll just shut up. And Burton. <laughs> yeah. About time we beat bloody Burton, isn't it? We've, We've not beat them at this level, have we? No. We beat them in the... Chris Corbin in the sort of second game or something. Yeah, yeah. That was it, yeah. The Halcyon days. Hmm. <laughs> not. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you look at those fixtures and... So you read out the next six of the other teams and our next six when the Gillingham, Bristol Rovers, Blackpool, Southend, Shrewsbury and Wimbledon. I'd rather have them than the other teams' fixtures and we know that the other teams are going to drop points. So this is the chance now. This We've got through the tough month. This is the chance now, the next six games, to make the ground up. Because yeah. I know people are saying, you know, well, we, we've, we haven't made the ground up yet. We haven't, but... This is this is the now we've got through that month. This is the this is the time making any ground up during that month, which we have, is a, is a decent effort. I think, you know, we have made up ground in that in that uh, in that in February. Now's the chance. Now we we've got to look at the work we've done in February positively and go. You know what? That could have been a hell of a lot worse. We could have lost to Oxford. We could have drawn and lost to Ipswich. You know, we got we got points out of those games. We could have lost that game against Fleetwood, but we didn't. We kept going. Sunday is disappointing, but now you know we've made the ground up now, and now we've got to capitalise on it. And if they win, if they go up now, after with the fixtures they've got, Portsmouth for example, you just go well, fair enough. You know you've, you can't argue with it; they, they, they deserve it. Issue for Sunderland not getting promoted this year, as we keep saying. Uh, on that, do, did we do enough in the transfer window in January? The, you know they've got this whole thing where right okay yeah it's uh, he's not changing the team because they're winning and I get that but if he had bought players who were significantly better than the ones we have now they will be in the team and my concern is they aren't because they aren't significantly better than what we've got well I don't know he's been burned by what happened with Greg last year or something but you know he's going to struggle he's going to struggle to sell the club for what he wants well, if we don't get promoted he's, do he, wanna, he's not going to sell he's struggling to sell it for what that? he wants anyway well I mean we, we, there was a tweet that went out and somebody mentioned you know bumped into Stuart Donald and he said you know we're going to you know hopefully sell it in the summer and you know blah 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 whatever great well we, the last thing we need is for you to sell it in the summer you need to sell it now and you said you were going to sell it now you said you are going to sell it or end of February we should have something sorted right well it's March now and now you're talking about if, you, if, this, if this is what he said if he's talking to people about the summer it just goes to show he's talking a lot of rubbish and now we're going to get the summer whichever division we're in with somebody who's again like he was last summer trying to sell the club for whatever reason it is to somebody for for whatever for a profit or whatever, trying to find the most money you can get out of the out of the deal, and we're the ones who are going to suffer regardless, whether we're in the championship or we're, whether we're in League One, because we're going to. I mean, it could work out all right if we go up and we change ownership because we're going to lose a lot of the squad um, because the contracts have run out. And look at the situation with. Charlton and Barnsley and Luton mm. and they are all in the bottom five so 
Yeah. It wouldn't be a, I don't think it would be a bad thing if we lost a lot of people because they ran out of contract and then had a new owner who invested in the squad in the championship. That's why they are they are there because they haven't they haven't had the money to invest obviously <clears> but all the crowds to bring in that investment. I, mean, I, th- Char- I think Char- I think it'd be found out with like Ellis Short was desperate to sell the club for like at least two years and it's and it took that time to do it so I think that's you know Stuart Donald's been trying to sell the club for. Two years. 15 months at least <laughs> so it's it's not through want of you know mm. <clears throat> it's not through want of trying you know he it was obviously his plan to come in and 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 try and turn it around paint it up get people to replace the seats and and sell it at a at a bit of a profit but well you can get it, a profit it, for it because well you, no but I'm, got, I'm you've just you've got to put a large amount of money but in, it, in, for, in for reality to lose money football on clubs don't sell that quickly just because of the whole just because of the whole structure of, of buying such a big business you know so well i think he'd be happy he'd be happy if he'd sold it by now you know you haven't said that you, you know they did it they kind of publicly said that they you know they just swooped in at the last minute and took it so it can be done but obviously we don't want it done like that because you might end up with the wrong people um, which, you know, on reflection, we certainly have. Um, I just think it's interesting that he, that he said, back to the manager in January and give him a chance to bring in players who can improve the team. Power, pace, with the attributes he mentioned. Wait, wait, that doesn't happen at all, is it? Because no. he's picking the same players he picked before. So uh, let's not well, be negative because we, no, we, we do think, we're, you know, how well. You know, but the end of, you know, either it's going to be really interesting, you know, the way things let's just remember as well that like if you just going up isn't enough by the way Ken Anderson got Bolton promoted you know the Belgians got Charlton promoted doesn't mean anything mm. Bury got promoted doesn't mean anything getting promoted it, we should just, maybe if we got promoted that would be a good start though oh I, I, I agree like, like no we, I agree like, like but, we might not but I'm saying but I'm saying it's not a, it's not a reflection on no, it just the, it just the standard getting of the, the getting the promoted just leads to the next to the next oh, problem. We absolutely I mean? need we absolutely it's a bit like need getting married. Yeah, we <laughs> we absolutely need to get promoted. But when we get promoted, we need to make sure that we're not we're not fa- and that's when I think somebody you know people can be potentially exposed in terms of well what are you capable of doing now of being promoted? Mm. And they've said themselves that they're not capable of managing a team or running a team at the championship level. So there's yeah, a new there's a refo- yeah. there's a refocus there that has to be done for the you know and if the p- plan was always to get promoted and get this investment, I mean obviously there's been an issue with FPP or whatever, whatever has gone on there's there. There's also been two different prices, isn't there? There's like there's price if we don't get promoted, price if we do get promoted. So you know, maybe somebody who's trying to buy it's holding off for that situation because they feel as if, you know, if we actually sold the club tomorrow, it would probably, it would probably make the what was happening on the pitch a bit of a, you know, it would make it more of a sideshow, wouldn't it? Where there'd be like so much going on. Um, it's a bit like when we sacked Jack Ross and then they said they weren't going to sell the club. It was almost like events on the pitch took like third place, mm. you know, and. Um, so I mean I don't know, but like say say there is something totally set up, but it's not going to happen until the season's over. That would be a better way of managing the club because bringing somebody in now, yeah. we can't we can't buy anybody until June. We can't change the team until June. You know, all they're doing is trying to sell some season tickets. Yeah. So even if they've sold the club now, like it's not actually yeah. gonna 
you know, it's just like we're basically in this position where we've got 10 games to go, we need to get promoted. Let's concentrate on that. Definitely. No, that's what I totally agree in terms of get that. Down now, now, get behind them. It's just get behind to, the lads. It's just got to be, you know, full focus now on the last 10 games and, you know, don't let Sunday, you know, don't let Sunday convince you that it's not possible that we can get automatically promoted because we can. We absolutely can. I'm right. just in a mood because I fucking hate Coventry. <laughs> <laughs> Mark that as explicit then now. That's a, usually it's a Thursday, so the reactions get marked as explicit, but you know, there you go. Cheers, one. Soz. The uh, Thursday Exiles pod, is that right? It is. It, well, not the Exiles pod, it's the Mank. Mancast 3, Secret of the Mancasters, whatever you want to call that, I don't know. Um, So the lads... Who live down in Manchester. Who live in and around the northwest area are going to meet up and do a little podcast with Tom hosting it. So that'll be a nice sort of change of voice, a nice treat, a nice break from some of the idiots. I don't think they've got things in Manchester, so maybe there'll be no thing of the week, (coughs) which I'm sure many people will be devastated about. Yeah, but totally... Right, positive thoughts. Ten games, Sunderland can do what they've only got. They've only got Rotherham and Peterborough having the in the top we six. Have, yeah, yeah. So, in yeah, the top eight. Come and see Darren Williams in the Peacock on Saturday. Um, come and see us in the Peacock. Yeah, and come and, tell, and, and, and tell people you're going to do it and get bring people along and <laughs> tell people guess what I'm going to see on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Why not? Bring right. Them. Thanks for listening. <laughs>